Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. I am your host, Fernando Ramirez. Uh, thank you for having me on. This is my first episode. And with me, ladies and gentlemen, stand up and get excited. Your Chargers fullback, number 41, Lorenzo Neal. Lorenzo, how are you doing today, my man? Hey, Fernando, I am absolutely amazing. It's awesome. I know we got a little a little show here. We're excited, excited to introduce you to the fans and to the people. And, and uh, man, just talk Chargers and talk excitement. I know this is uh, this year was – I know they underachieved, but I know we got to find out a lot of things about this team, none other than Justin Herbert. He lit it up, took the took the league by storm. So it's just going to be a fun show. I'm excited working with you. I'm excited about the opportunity we're going to have, you know, have have together to uh, to make get the Chargers fans excited about it. So here we are, Fernando. Here we are. Yeah, no, I know. I'm excited. Also, Lorenzo. I mean, this is this is exciting. Before it felt like, oh my God, football so long away, but now it's 365, man. I mean, uh, we we got football all year around. We're talking football, free agency, draft, everything. So I mean, the football truly is the sport that never sleeps, uh, in my opinion. No, you're absolutely right, Fernando. Just when you're talking about that, you think about three weeks from now we got free agency. You know, a month after that, you know, you got it in the NFL draft. Uh, you know, last year was a shortened season because not necessarily a shortened season, but a shortened kind of training camp OTAs with coronavirus, COVID. And uh, so didn't get the get the full feel of football. So hopefully this year is hopefully it's going to be a little different. But absolutely, like you said, it's 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 every day. Football season is definitely year round. And, uh, dude, we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot of exciting things about this Charger team, a lot of excitement. And shoot, we're going to go through, man, we're going to talk about free agency, what they need to address, you know, offensively, defensively, special teams, you know, all those things we're going to get into. And of course, of course, in the draft, you got draft capital. What are you going to do with the draft capital? The new head coach, how does he view the team? Is he a, is he a, is through a draft type of guy or is he a guy that's one, wants veteran leadership, wants, wants a veteran? So there's all kinds of things that we're going to explore, all kinds of different uh, LT from the great Kasim Osgood, who's a, who was one of the hell of a great special teams player uh, with the Chargers. We're going to get him, LaDainian Thompson, and hopefully we can even get old Phillip Rivers. And, uh, you know, know he ret- retired recently, but hopefully we'll be able to get him, Fernando, as well. But, man, tell me how excited are you and how long have you been a Charger fan? And what I let the listeners know what's your affiliation with the Chargers and how long you've been a fan. Well, I mean, Lorenzo, I grew up in San Diego, so I I, I was a, a fan growing up of the Chargers, but when I started this whole journalism journey, I was like, you know what? It's time to put it to the side and start covering the team. And honestly, the Chargers have been amazing. Uh, their staff, uh, the players, everybody's been amazing and welp- welcoming me in. A couple of years ago, I've really been around the team since 2014, thir- 13, 14. So Keenan Allen and I kind of came in at the same time. So uh, he's honestly been awesome. Uh, some of the other players, Melvin Ingram, they've been guys that uh, have been awesome with me. And every time I ask them, hey, man, can I talk to you real quick? Yeah, yeah, let's talk about it. So uh, I actually covered the Chargers for Sports Illustrated. Uh, so it's been it's been an awesome journey. I mean, I started as an intern working my way up and uh, I interned with the Chargers radio broadcast team in Spanish. So that's oh, wow. how I got to really know uh, know the players and 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 really work my way up. And then I did an internship one year covering the team for uh for uh, Nick Hamilton, one of one of my good friends, he asked me, "Hey, can you cover the team for a year?" I said, "Yeah." As an intern, I yeah, one hundred percent. And then uh, I was at NBC San Diego for three years, uh, two thousand seventeen until uh, last year, and I was covering the. They allowed me to go up, cover the team, do everything, uh, everything like that. So that was pretty cool. And then this last year, 
uh covering them for sports illustrated so it's been a it's been a huge journey and i mean like i told you when we talked uh you really impacted me in 2016 their last season in san diego fan fest we're standing there and we're talking i just went up to you and we started having a comfort 30 minute conversation and honestly we were just talking about the chargers about the way the nfl is changing all this stuff and you really impacted me so for me to be on this show right now with you man that's a that's a, a young boy uh from san diego's dream so honestly oh, wow. this is exciting and i'm and i'm, I'm like i'm hyped like i'm i'm so well, I'm, excited for this I, I, well i tell you what fernando i'm i'm excited too and just kind of tell the listeners what that entails when you're talking about an internship you know a lot of uh, there's a lot of listeners we have that are young and ambitious and you know you and i you know we've you know traveled to i'm old country boy that made it big you're freaking san diego guy and you know under overachiever and people probably didn't count you as an underdog and and here you are today what did that look like what was that internship like did you go to college tell you know i kind of this is just that you know you and i were you know getting to know one another you know from you know um you know, Brom wanted to get, you know, get someone who's involved in the Chargers. And he said, hey, Lorenzo, you know, we're, I was doing the show and had a great guy is and he's still going to pop on and do some of the shows with us as well. But he was just telling me it's just kind of your background. I mean, just being a Charger fan and not just being a Charger fan, but then when it became reality that you're actually working for a team that you always liked and admired, you know, how was that process? Take us through the steps when you're talking about college you know when did it when did it when did sports become something that you looked at Fernando and said you know what I wouldn't mind trying to make this a living what tell me tell us about that process so I mean I tell this story I mean my parents both worked very hard when I was a young kid and so uh growing up I would stay at my grandfather's house a lot and there was only two TVs in the house so it was either watch novellas with my Mexican grandmother or watch sports with my grandpa. So it was sports for me. I mean, uh, there was drama in both. Let me tell you, my grandma would tell me, Hey, there's drama in both. And I'd be like, yes, but I enjoy, uh, I enjoy sports a little bit more. And she would just start laughing. So honestly, and, and I just remember Sunday mornings, I would spend the night at my grandfather's house and I would get up at six in the morning and we read the sports page and we would get excited about football, about watching football all day and everything like that. So it was a huge memory for me. And, and I went to community college and I'll, I'll be honest, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was I, I was teetering between. I mean, we all have aspirations when we first get to college. Hey, I might be a doctor. Nah, right. I, I right, don't know if right. I could be in school for 10 years. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So so I, I, I really was like, no, I don't know. And I really didn't. I didn't know. And. Uh, one day I go to one of those fairs there at school and I, I encourage everybody to go, go to those fairs, those career fairs and talk to people, talk to people that are in that career that you may, you never know what you're going to get. And I got out of it that I wanted to be a sports journalist. And I remember, um, I remember after school, I told my mom, Hey, I know what I want to do with my life. She's like, what? I was like, I want to, uh, I want to report on sports. And she's like, Oh really? And I'm like, yeah, I was like, I've always loved sports. And, and the thing is growing up a chargers fan, I think it gave me, I was a nerd growing up so it was nerdy in the sense of like i knew stats i knew that lorenzo neal would open up the hole for lt i knew how valuable lorenzo neal was to the offense i knew how valuable the coaches were i knew how valuable everything was for the cohesive unit to work so i understood everything i didn't let stats fool me i knew who was good who was not i would understand the game i did all that so growing up i mean it gave me a different perspective but then when i really switched and i went to long beach for uh for journalism school I was like, you know what? I understand the game a different way. I've made relationships in different ways with the Chargers players. 
and I felt like it really helped me, especially once I became a full-time journalist and to get stories and talk to them and do all kinds of stuff. So truly it, it, it helped me a lot to really gain a uh, perspective on how to do this job. And I just put everything together. And I mean, the thing is social media was huge when I was barely coming up. So it's like, you want to learn all that stuff to be able to use that as a tool. I mean, I'm sure 10, 15 years ago, some of the journalists that I talked to that have really taken me under their wing and mentored me, they've told me like social media wasn't a thing 15 years ago. So now it's like a huge thing. And now it's a, another tool to kind of help you expand on your brand when it comes to journalism. Cause I mean, some fans, I mean, I have, you have those regular fans that read all your stuff and everything. And they always comment. And I tell them comment. I love it. Like I love when fans reach out to me and they tell me, Hey, Fernando, great piece. I loved it. I love that stuff. I love interacting with fans. I mean, when I'm at fan fest or when the chargers have those things, I always interact with fans cause I love talking to them. And I, and I mean, I was them when I was a kid. So I mean, they're, I want to be with them. I want to talk to them and I, and, and they, they give me great feedback. So honestly, it, it's been a journey and I've, I've loved it so much. I've learned so much. So honestly, and what I love the most about journalism is being able to tell stories. That's my thing. Right. I love being able to tell the player stories and that's really been my niche. And that's what I love to do. Wow. Wow. For now, this, this is awesome for you. <clears throat> Thank everyone for joining the, you know, we believe charger podcast with Lawrence O'Neill here and Fernando. Uh, Fernando, you know, before we keep going, because yeah. I'm enjoying this, but what if someone wanted to say, you know what, you know what, Lorenzo and Fernando, I want to make a little bit of money and I don't, I'm, I'd like to make some money. And if they wanted to gamble, maybe they wanted to gamble on not just football, but maybe it's basketball, MMA. Do you, do we have a sponsor out there that you know that our listeners could go to if they want to get some, uh, get, get, get down and get a little action on the table? Well, Lorenzo, this might be a football podcast, but hey, football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing, and the only place to go to to bet is betonline.ag. And Lorenzo, I know I said football's over, but we're still placing bets for football, so if you want a little piece of the action, I got you. The Chargers right now, plus 2,800 for Super Bowl odds for 2022. I don't know if you. I don't know if you want a little piece of that action. They're right now tied for ninth. Uh, Kansas City is number one, then Tampa Bay. Uh, last place is Houston at plus twenty uh, uh, twelve thousand five hundred. I don't know if you want that one, but I can give you a little piece of my action for the Chargers one. Uh, Bet online also covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV for all you Bachelor or Bachelorette fans out there. Uh, Bet online has hundreds of props with real time odds on almost anything you can imagine, and of course, the 24 hour online casino. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. There you go. There you have it, guys. So get out there, bet online. You know, where I just football, but it's basketball. It's every sport. Exactly. So bet online, it's been great for me. I mean, for now, believe it or not, since I'm not playing now, now I can dibble and dabble a little bit. In. So I set up my account. It's very uh -huh. easy. You know, leave your information. You know, it's very, very secure. And, you know, you can get real time and see what you're making, see what you're losing and see what you're making. We like to say, see what you're making instead yeah. of losing. So uh, me like and Fernando, <laughs> no, we no, don't like we're, losing. We're, winner, winner, chicken dinner. So there me and you Fernando, go. we you know, he'll tell you some of his remedies and some of his, I'll tell you some of my little idiosyncrasies, some of my little, uh, you know, gambling tips and, you know, how I, my superstitions. And I know Fernando probably has a bunch too. So yeah. we'll definitely, uh, we'll definitely uh, have this thing going uh, during the season on bet online. But Fernando, with that being said, I was just real interesting. Just, uh, you know, I want the, you know, I want the listeners and the ones that's going to be downloading the podcast and listening to it, want them kind of just to get a feel, you know, kind of, 
you know, what your journey was. And this is awesome that you've been able to break it down because I'm excited about, you know, where you've come from and where you're at now. And when you had the opportunity with Sports Illustrated, how did that come about? You know, you working for Sports Illustrated. So tell the listeners, because, you know, Fernando, everyone can't play football and everyone yeah. can't do sports. Everyone can't be a great writer. Everyone can't cover, uh, you know, teams. But it, it all starts with the hope, a dream and a wish. And me and you both, I got to live a, a you know, I was a grown man playing a kid's game, getting a yeah. king's ransom. And there's a lot of people out there wish they could be on a podcast, wish that they could, you know, uh, work for Sports Illustrated and say, man, they're looking at you and what you've been able to do, especially, Mex you know, being Hispanic and understanding sometimes being minority, understanding the challenges that may, may, may be in front of you. And I think that you could appreciate that. And that's what I like to inspire because. I tell people all the time, uh, you know, I know, it, it, you know, especially now when we're in a huge movement of equality and that, all those things, I tell people all the time, I talk to a lot of people mm -hmm. and I think you would appreciate this, Fernando. And a lot of people say, oh, well, this, I, I got this stacked against me and that. I said, look, you can choose to be in bondage. You can choose to walk in bondage. I choose to be free from bondage, no matter what, even though there may be obstacles in front of us and maybe have to work a little harder but you still can strive and you still can be prosperous and you still can have success. So my mentality, I know for football, it's like, dude, I would go against the Ray Lewis's and the Patrick Willis's and playing against, oh, you know, the junior sales and all the great, you know, linebackers, Sam Mills, Ricky Jackson, you name it. I went against those guys. And at times I would lose, but I would get back up and keep answering the bell. Let them know, let people know Fernando, because not just as sports, but just life. Because a lot of people, you know, they'll go that doom and gloom. Woe is me. I can't do it. Everything's against me. Tell them how many times, you know, as far as your success and, and what what drove you to get where you're at. Yeah. No, Lorenzo, honestly, you're 100%. I mean, the thing is, is that I, I, I learned from a young age. I mean, my mom, she would tell me or my dad or my grandfather, like, don't make excuses. Like, man up and get up, get out there and do your thing. And I mean, there was times where I would, I would, uh, I would get angry or frustrated, and I'd be like, I would, I would literally tell somebody, I'd be like, how did that person get passed up, or how did I get passed up for that guy, and or or that other person? And you're just like, no, don't be negative, be positive. What can you do to figure it out and and finally get over that hump? And really, like you, get in the NFL or or me, like get that job. I mean, honestly, Lorenzo, last year, and I'll be honest with the, with uh, the listeners, I was uh, let go from NBC San Diego. I mean, and I really, I looked around and I got, and everybody's like, you're so positive about it. I'm like, yeah, I'm positive, but I'm still nervous. I'm still scared. I don't know what the future holds for me. And so I was very nervous and I was like, okay, I can do this. I can do that. I was like, you know what? As soon as I was let go, um, I, I took that next week off. I shut off my phone. I really, uh, I mean, I announced it on Twitter and everything, but I, I, I turned off my phone. I relaxed the whole week. I, I watched uh, Netflix series. I went out walking with, I mean, you couldn't do much. So I would go out walking with my, uh, with my family and stuff, kind of relaxing and everything. Finally, that Monday, I turn on my phone and I get a call from uh, one of my really good friends. He's been a mentor to me, Eric Williams. And he tells me, hey, Fernando, what's up? And I'm like, oh, hey, how are you doing? And then he's like, hey, are you still at NBC? And I was like, oh, actually, no, I, I got let go. He's like, oh, well, I have this opportunity if you're interested. And I was like, oh, wow. I was like, yeah. And so he tells me and then he explains it to me and everything. And I'm like, yeah, no, I, I'm interested. I mean, I mean, obviously, you have to downplay it a little bit, but right, I was like, right, yeah, no. right. 
I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm interested. I'm like, I, 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 I'll listen to whatever you have to say. And so <laughs> it ends up, uh, it ends up coming together and everything for me. And I'm like, wow, like God is great. Like, honestly, like it was incredible to go from that moment where I didn't know what was going on. And instead of getting negative about it and saying, woe is me. I mean, I really relaxed. I took a step back and I'm like, okay, I need to do X, Y, and Z to get back into the game. Cause I mean, being out of the game sucks. And I didn't want to be out of the game this whole season because I kind of knew what the, the, what the, Chargers I mean being around them for so long I kind of knew what the Chargers had I knew what they had in a team and I was like this is going to be a really interesting season and to be out of the game I I, I was just I didn't want to be negative so I stayed positive and this came out of it so I'm wow. honestly blessed I'm blessed to have a family that's around me I have a great my family's supportive my friends are supportive I mean it's honestly been and I have some great mentors and like I said Eric Williams and then uh, NFL Network's MJ Acosta she's all obviously been a great a uh, huge impact for me going from NBC San Diego to now and everything. So honestly, it, it's been an incredible journey and I'm so blessed to have so many great people in my life. So I think that's the thing too, Lorenzo. I think people really need to, it, you need to surround yourself with not yes men, not people, people that are going to make you better, people that are going to challenge you, people that are going to tell you, okay, you didn't get the job and what, what are you doing to get better? Those are the kind of people that you need to have around you. And I didn't know that. When I was younger, I didn't have those kinds of people. And I, and literally like the last couple of years, I've really surrounded myself with people that are going to make me better that aren't going to tell me, yeah, you should have gotten the job. No, they're going to be like, well, what'd you do to what? What didn't you do to get that job? What did you mess up the interview? Did you not have enough on your resume? What did you do wrong? And and really, you need self-analysis when it comes to this kind of stuff. So wow. honestly, so it's it, it's just it. That's one of that's been one of my things. You always have to self and don't look at anybody else. Don't look at that guy. Don't look at that lady. Don't look at anything. Look at yourself. See what you're doing wrong, and then you're going to be able to to really uh, make make something of yourself. And I feel like that's truly um, that's truly what I've done these last few years to really uh, take those next steps. Fernando, I, I, man, I just I'm just excited to be able to share with you and you sharing with me. And that's what this is about. Yeah. You know, everyone comes here and they want to get their charger fixed. That's great. And football's football's a game. And life's a game. And at the end of the day, we all are playing a game. It's life. And life is very precious. Life is very sincere. Life is full of difficulties. Life is full of happiness. But we all have problems and we all have our struggles. And Fernando, were you just be able to come on the show and, you know, first day and you and I, you know, we've met. And now it's like, you know what? And now we're going to be doing a show together. Yeah. I think these are key moments. These are these moments, these teaching moments, because there's a lot of people coming here for football and sports, and we will get into that. But, you know, a guy you and I both knew, you knew as well, Vincent Jackson, no yeah. longer here. And yeah. we look at these certain situations, and so many people look at football players and look at athletes and entertainers, and even yourself, because you're in the entertainment, you, you supply the messages that the entertainers that, 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 are, that are performing. So your message you, people get to see their favorite athlete and entertainers and sometimes the words that you put out it dictates how people view them yeah. and so these are you so you help these guys become bigger than life you help you put you put the human touch to these individuals and you know what this is this is just great that you and i could have a conversation and i think that's what's going to make this show great is because yeah we got plenty of times getting x's and o's and talking about football but also we got to talk about and give life, man, because yes. we're living in a world now, Fernando, you know it. And it's great that you that you're not putting race. You're not saying, oh, because I'm Hispanic, I'm not sitting here because mm -hmm. I'm black. No, we we choose to rise up 
And are we saying that those things don't exist? No, we're not. No. But we're saying we choose to rise up above that, right, Fernando, and keep working and keep challenging ourselves to get what we need to get in life. Yeah. No, I 100% I agree. And the thing is, I know I sound crazy, but I love working. I love doing this stuff. I mean, there's times where I start at seven in the morning and I, and I don't stop until midnight. And I'm like, oh, wow, a whole day's gone by. So I love the challenges. I love working my way up. And that's the thing is that I feel like because we live in a social media world, Lorenzo, is that we don't take time to appreciate the, 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 the climb. When you right. climb a mountain, you don't appreciate the little things that you had to go through to get to the climb. No, because social media wants the beginning and they want the end and the end result and that's it. That's not how this goes. You have to uh, you, you have to love the climb. I mean, I remember, yeah, sometimes during my internship days, I'd be like, wow, like this, like I'm working a lot and I mean, I'm not getting paid or anything like that, but uh, hopefully one day, one day, one, and I kept on saying one day, one day. And I mean, I'm not there where I wanna be completely yet, but I've been loving this journey. I've, I've loved the way I've worked my way up. And, and truly, it's been an honor to be uh, in the Chargers locker room. It's been an honor to, to do some work with WWE. It's been an honor to be able to cover the Padres baseball. I mean, I've done so much in such a short time that I truly am blessed. And, I, and honestly, Lorenzo, it makes me hungrier. And I mean, yeah. I know I'm a, I'm a big guy. I know I'm a me big too, guy. Baby. But, me too, baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, hey, hey. hey, my daddy always told me a hungry dog hunts best, baby. Oh, 100%. So 100%. <laughs> so, that, so that's why it makes me even hungrier to get out there and to do more. I mean, I, I, was in, uh, I was in Miami last year for the Super Bowl, and I did some media work. And I mean, I was out there all day trying to get interviews, trying to do anything I could because I love this. I love being out here. I love telling stories. I mean, I remember I did, uh, I, uh, in last year, real quick in Miami, um, I went up to Wes Welker cause he's, uh, he played for the chargers for a little bit right. and everything. So I decided yeah. to do a story on him and his journey to the Super Bowl. He was the wide receivers coach for the 49ers. So I remember yeah. I, I came one day and I, I, and I interviewed him for about 10, 15 minutes. I started writing the story and I'm like, wait, there's more I can do with this next did day. I see you, him did again. Did he give me any love? Did he give me any love? Oh, uh, I, I, you know what? Uh, I, I don't I don't want to cause any rift. I, I'm no, you to... know what? I'm, I'm going to call Wes because Wes is in San Fran, like you said. He's a good friend of mine. I'm going to give no, no, Fernando. I'm glad because I'm going to I'm going to bust this shop. Let me tell you. So I'm going to let I'm going to fill you in your story. I'm going to let you don't hold your thoughts because right. I'm going to give you I'm a quick detour. All right. So Wes Walker, everyone, he's in with the Chargers. He's he's a free agent. He has a kick pump return and he's balling. And I remember saying, I said, man, you can play. You belong in the league. And he's on practice squad, and they get ready to they cut him. And I said, I said, hey, I'll make some calls. Dude, you're going to be fine. I'll call. I knew some guys. I said, I'll make calls, whatever you want to do. I said, you are going to play in this league. So he's calling me and, and, you know, asking low what to do. And I said, trust me, you're going to be fine. So I can't believe Wes didn't tell you the story that I gave him, told Wes, hey, look, you need me to help you. Let me give you some, make some calls to some, you know, because at that time I'm in year 10, 11 in the league. Yeah. So I knew a lot of coaches, not of different teams. And I'm like, this kid can play. And I told Mario and him, I said, this guy can play. So uh, it was crazy that Wes ended up leaving and going, you know, to Miami and having a great career. But yes, I helped Wes Walker. So I'm, for the next time you interview that joker, you say, hey, Lo Neal told me that he was your boy. What happened? You gave me no love. You know what? Now I'm going to have to look at the story before I tell you the rest of it. And, and I, now I'm going to have to really read it. But before no, that, Lorenzo, tell me. <laughs> but before that, Lorenzo, I wanted to give you uh, I wanted to talk a brief moment about our newest sponsor, eBay. 
whether yes. uh rare dead stock or the latest release find the exact shoe you're looking for as the original shoe uh as the original sneaker place ebay is the place to cop your favorite pair you've been eyeing now i'm a kobe guy myself so kobe. i love r.i.p to the mamba uh <laughs> I, honestly uh i love his shoes the other day my dad comes into my room and he starts counting and he goes 16 pairs and then i'm like oh i have these other one 18 and i just start laughing so uh yeah so when i buy them i want uh a team like i want somebody that's gonna i want the real deal like i want the real kobe's so ebay they have a team of experienced sneaker authentic uh, uh authentic authenticity yeah. Uh, to verify the box, the logo, stitching, and dozens of other in, uh, inspection points. And honestly, they're great. So for uh, the sneaker sellers out there, though, we also have something. eBay has eliminated selling fees of $100 or more on the sneakers, making it free to sell or flip your collection. To go to, uh, go to ebay.com slash sneakers today, eBay, the world's de best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. So, that's freaking awesome, baby. Go to eBay yeah, no, and they I, and they have a, the authenticity, the, the the signature of authenticity that's that it's unique and all that has that that, that yeah, that's that's yeah. awesome that you know for sure it's certified, it's no imitation, can't be duplicated. It's got that authenticity there, baby. I yeah, love that. So 100 eBay, man. And like I said, I'm a, Kobe, I'm a Kobe sneakerhead, so I I want the real deal when I order some. So let let's get it. So it's it's all real deal. But going back to Wes Welker. So I'm, I, I yes. go back to him three times and he's like, dude, really? And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I was like, I just want more out of this. And then he just starts laughing. He's like, okay, let's do it. And so like, I interviewed him three more times, asked him a couple of questions and it, it was fun. I mean, that's the kind of stuff I love. I love, I love doing that kind of stuff. I love, uh, and like this year, um, it, it's just one of those things where you really, you really love, uh, you really love going and finding your niche. So, like I said, I'm hungry and I, I love doing this stuff and I love going out there and and uh, and working. So you won't find anybody that will outwork me, and I can tell you, I can guarantee, uh, I can guarantee you that. Yeah, I, I I think that that's awesome that you're a sneakerhead. I think so many of my friends they just freaking love sneakerhead. Who on the Chargers now? Do you have a lot of sneakerheads on the Chargers? If you see oh Melvin guys? Melvin, I think Melvin Ingram has a Jordan deal. So Melvin oh, Ingram, really? man, he sometimes I, I he's like, hey hey, I'm like, what's up, bro? He's like, come on, come here. I mean, obviously not this year, but before. He'd be like, you want to see these new uh, these sneakers I'm gonna wear on Sunday? I'm like, yeah, and he'd pop them open. I'd be like wow i'm like these are these are awesome he's like yeah dude he's like these are these are the best and then uh but like he always would call me over on fridays or on thursdays and be like hey you want a sneaky peek into what i'm gonna be wearing this weekend i'm like yeah, yeah oh we'll that's awesome and is he that right always yeah melvin ingram melvin ingram would always show me like whatever sneakers he was gonna whatever cleats he was gonna wear that jordan designed as as uh cleats and man i'll tell you one thing jordan can do basketball shoes but his his uh his uh his football cleat is just as nice as this as his uh regular NBA really? shoes to be honest. Really? Yeah. Yeah, no. Oh Honestly, it, it just looks like he puts uh cleats on the bottom of those NBA shoes and that <laughs> that's how clean they are. That is how oh clean they are. That is freaking awesome, man. That is freaking <laughs> legendary, which which he is legendary. Oh yeah. my god, Fernando. This is freaking awesome, man. I, I'll tell you right now. I I'm, I'm excited about just this week and I know we're going to do that starting off with twice a week. Yep. But I think that, man, just with your energy and, and this, this flow, man, we could get up to four or five times a week, depending on how this thing starts to unravel. But, uh, 
you know what, before we make this transition, I know we, you know, we're running out of time. Yeah. I do want to ask you a question because you cover this charger team and you've been up close and personal. You know, I cover in the Bay, I covered from the Niners, the Raiders, the, the Warriors working with 95, 70 games. So doing a different things and different radio outlets as well. So, you know, I still see the Chargers and still watch them and love this show, love this uh, podcast because now I have to watch them more and be more intensive yeah. about more of the plays, but tell me, you're, you know, I know we've only got like five or six minutes left in this, this show, but tell me the the what you thought about the quarterback when you saw first from from what you first seen training camp, from his first start, just the just the growth period. Did you you know you because I know you like I know you you saw the the, the I'm sorry the Taylor the the, the veteran quarterback that we had Tyra, on yeah, the Tyra, team Tyrod Taylor. Tyra Taylor and Tyrod I know you had to fall in love with him just a good person and good man good leader so. Tell me when you were watching camp and just kind of tell our listeners what you saw the day you first met him, the day he was at camp, just that process, him and Tyrod, and in just the, the whole thing, unfortunate incident happened to Tyrod, yeah. and then boom, he just took off. So we, we started off by knowing him the, the night of the draft, and, and he was awesome. He spoke to us, and he said it was like a, a dream come true. And then you start finding out little things like he had a Chargers T-shirt when he was five years old. He wrote in kindergarten that he was going to be the quarterback of the Chargers in the future. Just stuff like that, and you're like, oh, wow, maybe this kid really was destined uh, to be a Charger. And then uh, Tyrod was honestly awesome. He, he Great guy. We always talk, We spoke to him about – five or six times during the off season. And he was awesome every single time. Uh, you could tell that the players really loved Tyrod. They were there for him. They Anthony Lynn was a, was a huge advocate for Tyrod Taylor. I mean, Anthony had had him in Buffalo. So the Chargers were smart in training camp, or maybe this was Anthony Lynn. I don't know who it was, but when the media was there, we only had Justin with the second and third team offense, defense, whatever you want. So Justin never worked with the first team when we were there. Now, the Chargers say that Justin did, didn't work with him at all, almost, I think I've heard, and I, I never saw him with the first team. So, so Justin goes up and play, and at first you could see the big arm, you could see everything, but then, Lorenzo, there's uh, one day where we get Justin, yeah. uh, the second team, the second string offense was going up against the first string. His yeah. first play, he tries to throw a screen pass, and it's intercepted by Melvin Ingram. It was seen on Hard Knocks, and yeah, he runs yes, it back for that. a touchdown. Yeah, it's run back for a touchdown. And we're all like, oh, okay. Uh. So because of the way everything was designed, we really didn't know. Like I, I And mind you, I saw plays. I saw a 70-yard pass to, uh, to Steven Anderson, the tight end. I saw guys get better. Tyron Johnson. Tyron Johnson, uh, Gilbert Manzano, who works for the uh, Orange County Register, I remember telling him, Tyron Johnson is a guy number 83. I'm like, I like that guy for some reason. He has big playability. The, 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 these guys were making plays and, and Justin was just laying it on them. So I'm like, okay, maybe he has a little bit of something, but maybe he needs to sit. And I remember the week before the KC game, I talked to Andy Reed uh, and he tells me, yeah, uh, the same thing that we did with Patrick Mahomes might be good for, um, for Justin Herbert Justin, to learn right, behind, right. Uh, learn behind Tyrod the same way Patrick did with Alex Smith. Cause I remember at the Super Bowl last year, Alex Smith got a lot of love from Patrick and from Andy Reed. So I thought, oh, okay, maybe, maybe he can, um, I'm like, maybe he Mentor. can do the same thing. Right. So that Kansas City game happens and I'm sitting there and I see number 10 go in as soon as the game starts. And I'm like, okay, this must be a wildcat play. 
And then, oh, actually, no, I saw Tyrod go into the locker room, and I'm like, where's Tyrod going? Like, the game's about to start. Then I see number 10, and I'm like, is this a wildcat? Like, are they trying to throw Andy Reid off? And Justin goes right up the field and scores a touchdown. I'm like, what is going on? And right. then, like, the Chargers don't let us know until the second quarter that Tyrod has been taken to the hospital. And we're like, okay, okay, okay. So what is going on? So the kid throws a touchdown right before halftime, and I'm like, whoa, like, this kid has the Chargers in the lead against the Super Bowl defending champions. I'm like, wow, okay. So like you really start watching him and you're like, wow. So like the first two games, he threw one touchdown and had one interception. But then that Tampa Bay game where he goes down there and against the best defense in the NFL, in my opinion, he puts up three touchdowns and only throw and threw a late game interception. But I think it was miscommunication between him and the receiver. Then the, the Monday night football game after that against the Saints throws four touchdown passes. I'm like, okay, this kid, this kid is the real deal. Like this kid did, is special. Did, when did you think, okay, so at that time, Fernando, yeah. uh, when did you think, okay, and then you know Tyrod's coming back and you know how Anthony Lynn loves his veteran players, yeah. can't lose a job by a veteran. So what did you, did you think he was getting his job back? When, I, when did you, when did you say they can't give this job back? After the okay, so before the Carolina, before the Tampa Bay game, I thought, you know what, they're gonna just go back to, they're gonna go back to Tyrod. I mean, and honestly, the beat writers and I, we are the, all the beat writers, we would have discussions about that, and sometimes we would be there for an hour and a half discussing it, and um, and so Tyrod goes out, and so uh, Justin goes out there against uh, against Tampa, and I'm like, that last pass to Jalen Guyton, the one where he's backpedaling. And he flings it and he's able to complete it to Jalen and Jalen runs at 73 yards. I'm like, there's no way. There is no way Anthony Lynn can keep his job, keep, <laughs> uh, keep the fans okay right. by giving Tyrod his job back. Fans were already clamoring that they wanted Justin because of the first two games. But right. I mean, as, as a media member, you kind of have to slow down and relax and wait to see what happens. But after that Tampa game, it was just impossible to to see justin and say hey man you have to go back to the bench and then that that wednesday anthony lynn says i have an announcement to make justin herbert is our starter for the rest of the season and i'm like oh wow like i didn't expect i expected them to wait until uh until tyrod got healthy again and then to make the final decision but when he came in there and he told us i was like oh wow okay so he's going with justin and then what does justin do go out there and throws four touchdowns on monday night football to to make sure that Anthony's decision was 100% correct. But you know what? Oh. This kid is just, he's incredible. The body of work, he takes, he had the 31st ranked pass defense or passing, uh, pass offensive line and the 32nd for rushing. And he put up these numbers with that kind of offensive line. Can you imagine if you gave him an offensive line like Drew Brees had in New Orleans? Wow. I mean, the kid might be able to put wow. up 50. So, wow. I mean, it was, I just, agree. he, he amazed me. He blew, honestly, he blew a lot of, uh, honestly, I felt like a lot of us were kind of like, Oh, like we were like the fans and like everybody else, like, Whoa, this kid's for real. And that, and, and remember, if you remember, Justin was considered the, the potential bust coming out of Oregon. So he really has, has turned around all notions of him and all perspectives of him have completely shifted from last year's draft to this point. No question, Fernando. You did such a great job of just talking about this Justin Herbert young man. And I cannot wait to get into more because I can't wait to the next episode. And we'll definitely I want to know your thoughts. What do you think about Justin, the young, the young gun and the old yeah. gun, M Mariota and him, he and Mariota that locked that epic battle. We'll get into yeah. that. But you know what? I want to real quick before we end the show, want to tell our listeners one more time. They want to get down and get a little action. Uh, then go to bed online. Why don't you let them know about what Bet Online offers, 
and how do they get to how do they get going and get to get their account set up yeah yeah so um like I said, like bet online, you can, you can go in there. They have NBA, they have college basketball, they have NHL, they have everything, man. I mean, honestly, if, if, if something's happening, they're betting on it. So, uh, like I said, awards, TV shows and reality TV. So, uh, you just head to the website or your mobile device today and you receive 50% as a welcome bonus on your first deposit at betonline.ag. So I, I don't know how you can beat 50%. I mean, anytime I go to the store, I remember growing up, my mom would be like, 50% off is always amazing. So <laughs> hey, you're getting 50% a welcome bonus on your first deposit. So, hey, how can you argue with that, Lorenzo? I mean, I just, I, I don't know how you can argue with that stuff. Right. You could try another betting company, but why take chances? Bet yep. online, baby. That's yep. it. 